Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Hello, hello, welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is Monday, which means our dear friend, Garrett Vogel, joins us. Hey, Garrett, hey there. I love being able to kick off the week with you and hmm. all the, the, the naughties out naughties. there. Do you think you, you think they go around and they have like a secret code, like, I'm a naughty? Are you a naughty? <laughs> I Are hope so. Naughty? I hope so. We should have badges made. I'm a naughty. Hey, naughties, <laughs> how are you doing? Listen, I've got to say thank you. Our numbers are doing really well. Something happened, and I think it's you. You're telling your friends you're sharing this podcast and we're expanding and i couldn't be more grateful so thank you thank you thank you well not to blow some uh hot air up up you know you're killed to rob uh, <laughs> but but let's let's be honest this this podcast you know it's easy to listen to it, it's quick and you get a lot of information in you a do. small amount of time. You know you what do. I mean? So it's like everything you need to know. So if, if like if you had a busy weekend and you weren't able to, you know, scroll on your phone or just, you know, read a headline, you kind of get the headlines in the entertainment world here. And then when you're talking to, you know, Susie at work and, uh, you know, hey, did you hear about so and so? And you, you're informed. So we're doing we're doing a job. We're doing a service for people. We are doing a service like a PSA. Plus, let's be honest, with so much drama, so much ugliness going on in the world, we're all here each morning for the same reason. To love me. No, yes. no, no. To get to, to, to get all the gossip. And if you saw Barry Manilow this weekend, you'll know where I stole that joke from. Okay, let's jump <laughs> into the show. What time is it, my friends? Tea time! Is tea time. Big story at the top of the show. Meghan Markle and Harry will live to regret 
not having any relationship for their children and the royals. So Graydon Carter was a big editor here in New York of Vanity Fair. He really was the sort of grand dam, so to speak, of society outlets. And he did an interview and he said, this is going to come back to haunt them at a certain point. They have no cousins that they see or uncles or aunts, and they don't see their grandparents except for one. That would be Meghan's mommy. He also criticised them for moving to Montecito, California. He said there is nothing to do there. Nothing, nothing, nothing. He called it God's waiting room. There's a lot of older people very rich older people, but nevertheless older people, in Montecito, he said, quote, It's a 40-minute drive from L.A., and there can't be many kids there because there's not a lot of young families there who can afford it. So normally in life, as you get older, you get more experienced, you make some more money. If you think about it in your 20s and your 30s, you're probably struggling a little bit as you learn your craft, as you got promoted. And so what he's saying is that young families cannot live in this neighbourhood because it's just crazy, crazy expensive. The point he didn't make either, though, is that the young people that do live there have mostly inherited their wealth, and that's why they are living there. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, let's be honest, Harry did the same, you know, it's it's not like he's going to live in a one bedroom, you know, in in the poor part of California, because he that's not who he is. He doesn't have the money. Like, so it's kind of like a jaded article, you know what I mean? Like where it's like, oh, yeah, they should be living this way because they're this age. But then the other said they have money, but they should be living like this. You know, it's like and that's and that's why I feel bad for Harry and Meghan. Not to say they don't bring some stuff on to them. And I think we all agree. But I think they just they don't get. They don't get a fair shake sometimes because people just see both sides as opposed to from their view at times. Right. Well, they can't win. It feels like they can't win here. But it did get me thinking about growing up. I grew up in a sort of working class, middle class neighborhood and I loved it. I loved it. And the people I met were all, none of us had any money, but we had a lot of love. And I loved where I grew up. And if I could do it again, I wouldn't want to be a prince of England. I wouldn't want to grow up in a palace. I want to meet friends who I'm still friends with, people who I could connect with. I'm like Eliza Doolittle. I've got this fancy (laughs) accent now where I'm doing so well. But really, I was selling flowers on the street almost. Like, um, what about your neighbourhood? And you've got children too, Gary. So how important is it for your kids to be surrounded by a diverse group of people? And how important is it for them to have cousins and nieces and nephews? No, they, they have uh, about 10 uh, cousins wow. already and growing. My sister is actually probably uh, having her first child sometime this week at, 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 at some point. So uh, mm. I'll be a, I'll be a blood uncle uh, sometime Muscle this week tough. for the first time. Um, but yeah, and, and I grew up in a neighborhood very similar to yours probably kids playing in the street until the lights the yeah. street lights came on and you know uh running down the street for the ice cream truck <laughs> but i will say though you and i though we weren't born into the money you know what i mean like mm. i think it's different for people that were born into it because it's hard for you to go back it's not like some some uh lifetime movie where the the rich person like richie rich and they want to act cool and 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 uh, combine. They want to relate to those that aren't as rich, so it's hard for 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 the the royals to go backwards. You know what I mean? Right, to, right. It's to, impossible. Nobody it's impossible. ever can. Not just the royals. The, 
Co- correct. No, go backwards. You have the money, you can't go backwards. Yeah, I well, think the, if you don't have the money, you can go forward. You can go forward. Oh, that's a good point. And backwards and relate, but you can't Oh, that's go. a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. I value money because I never had any. Right. And so now I really, really value it. When I worked with Paris Hilton, it made me a bit sad that she didn't really value she clothes it, yeah. or fancy shoes because she had so many. Like, to this day, if I buy a new pair of shoes, they smell like new leather. I oh, get excited I when I try them on. I put them in the box after I've used them. Not really. <laughs> after six months but for the first six months I'm quite careful I don't want to right. scuff them and I don't think Paris ever had that thrill because the she floor... grew up around it she grew up around it so she, she doesn't know any different that's, that, that's her normal you know what I mean right. to you that's and I normal. putting your shoes in the box for the first six months is normal for her getting a pair of shoes and throwing out the box yeah. as soon as she got it is like you know just, just like a dollar bill to you and I um, yeah, you're absolutely right. The flaw with Graydon Carter, that's the fancy editor's argument here, though. If they weren't growing up in Montecito, they'd be growing up in a palace. And I wouldn't argue that that's not necessarily the most diverse, <laughs> regular place to grow up either. So I think actually Harry and Meghan are trying to give their children as much normality as possible. And living in a mansion rather than a palace means people are not bowing and curtsying, and that's probably a good thing. And you know what? You feel younger because you move mm. into a neighborhood of all, like, grandma and grandpa's. You, you you feel like the young kid too. So like, yeah. l- l- let's be honest. They know what they were doing there. Yeah. They'll be they'll be young forever until their kids are old enough. Forever. Okay. This brings us to our poll question of the day. Harry and Meghan will live to regret their kids not having any relationship with the royals. Do you agree? Yes or no? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Noise Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, Garrett Love, what are you working on? All right, so it's interesting that uh, let's talk about Britney Spears real quick. So she just posted this pic of her sons. And uh, as you know, if you've been following the news, if not, her sons want to go move with dad to Hawaii. Uh, so if you've been wondering where Kevin Federline has been uh, for, for all this time, he's been in Hawaii living mm. the life. Uh, but they're sons, uh, since they do share a child, uh, Kevin and Brittany, obviously two sons, the the sons want to move there because of, I guess if, again, you've been following Britney Spears, you know she's, she's, she posts a lot and she shows Mm. a lot and she talks a lot and that's what we see online, but uh, the boys see different when they're at home. So they, uh, now that they're becoming of age where they're almost 18 years old and can make the decision they want to move to Hawaii with dad. Uh, but Brittany did something very interesting over the weekend, posted uh, a, a photo of her with her two sons holding them, kind of like a nostalgia. I don't know if it's a play to kind of pull at their hearts mm. a little bit or the public's hearts, uh, but she posted the picture pretty much like, hey, I raised you. Here we are. I still love you. Uh, you got to make your own decisions. Uh, but it will be interesting to see how this all plays out over the course of the next couple couple years really because both boys are going to hit 18 which means all the uh the money that Britney's been paying Kevin kind of stops mm. uh and what will happen from there so uh it will be it'll be one of those things that we watch from afar uh, you know the Britney fans are going to be all over it but us I I, I think hopefully I it just all works happy. out and uh Britney can you know become herself and and not have to worry about paying uh kevin kevin can hopefully help raise the boys and the boys hopefully have a normal adulthood uh, that's what they want old enough yeah that's what they want here a couple of things i think the boys just want to be anonymous they just want to go to hawaii and blend in and disappear and that that might happen so i understand that the other point here though and i find this fascinating in hawaii 
child support can be ordered for children up to the age of 23. Oh, it's the well, only, oh, only no. place. So, so do you think, I mean, given their, their one's Sean's 17, Jaden's 16, yes. like the court could look at it and it be like, It ends at okay, 18. That 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 seems a little sketchy. It does to seem us. a little suspicious, doesn't it? For all the places in America, the only place where you can collect child support up to the age of twenty-three is Hawaii, and that's where they're going now. Wait. The one stipulation is the kids have to be in full-time education. So if these two boys turn up in Hawaii in a couple of weeks, months, and they enroll in school then I'll be really suspicious. Because if they don't, if they get jobs, then in a year for Sean, in two years for Jaden, it's over. And I do believe Brittany pays $20,000 a month. That's going to end in a year if they remain in California. They're moving to Hawaii. So it's just another little detail, a devious detail. I love that expression. It's tricky, isn't it, with Brittany? We do wish her the best. We really do. I want them all to just get along. Okay, moving along. Kanye West and Ice Cube have reunited after falling out after anti-Semitic remarks. So Ice Cube and Kanye West, who are really good friends, seemingly called a truce after the rapper denied being the source of inspiration for Kanye's anti-Semitic remarks last year. So last year, Kanye lost his mind, said horrific, horrific things. And at the time, he implied that they were inspired by Ice Cube, saying that Cube had really influenced him to, quote, Get on the anti-Semitic vibe. Now, right after that, Ice Cube took to Twitter saying, this has nothing to do with me and don't drag my name into your BS. So Ice Cube, rightfully so at the time, was livid about this and we've not seen them together since. Now, Kanye seems to be a little bit more stable today than he was last year, a few right. months ago. And friends are still friends, I guess. But this is the problem with Kanye West. He's so unpredictable. You right. don't know what you're going to say or tell him that he won't share. Well, that's the thing, too. Well, first, I, I, I envision, this is how I envision this, you know, Ice Cube sitting at home, maybe maybe drinking some coffee, uh, iced coffee, maybe, and then all of a sudden, you know, opens up his phone to these headlines, like, what the, what, what did I do? No, what, no, 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 so, no, no, exactly, but I also think time heals all in friendships. I'm not saying yeah. specifically looking at the context of what's there, but I think if you're a true friend and something happens, uh, you know, in, in your relationship, I think time does heal all. It does heal a lot of things. I don't know if Unless I go as far as to somebody, say all, but, the, but a lot of things yeah. can be healed over over time. But I think you've got to set up some guardrails here. Like if right. I was going to become friends with Kanye, I'd say no sharing texts, no sharing screenshots. That doesn't this matter. Is, you can't even do that. You, you, you can't, can't do can't that with Kanye. You all you could do is, I think, either face-to-face communication at that point if you're going to be friends with him or phone calls. Like, right. Not even phone calls because he would probably record it as we He'd saw. He'd probably with, record it. With, so with it's just Taylor we've got a meeting person and you've got to talk and oh it's so complicated okay moving along we're running out of time a little bit today kim cattrall we talked about this as returning to sex in the city however she has a few stipulations about returning that we did break actually first on this show on friday now we have a few more what's going on with kim all right, so Kim Cattrall, she is coming back 
to uh, hang out with her best friends, I guess you could say, on camera at least, mm. for, uh, f- for and just like that, season two, the spinoff on Max, of course, you know, from Sex and the City. Uh, so here's the thing. We don't know how she's going to appear. Uh, there's been a lot of rumors that it's going to be a phone call at the end of season two. That's what it she is. hangs up, uh, that it'll just be a glimpse of her face, kind of, you know, so we don't really know. Will she be involved? Yes. To what degree? We don't know. But there were some stipul- stipulations, like you said, too. So they shoot out in Queens, and uh, apparently... It's not just Sarah Jessica Parker that Kim Cattrall has a problem with, but it's also a Michael Patrick King who oh. is uh, the one of the showrunners. Yes, of, the producer. Of, He's the boss. Correct. Uh, so, so that's a story that we weren't familiar with. We just thought Kim and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker had had it out, and that was it. But apparently, it's more more to right. it than just Sarah Jessica Parker. Kim feels as if everybody took Sarah's side, so she's not really close with Cynthia Nixon, Kristen Davis. There are stories that when the show traveled, Sarah and Kristen and Cynthia and even Michael would all stay in a house, and they didn't invite Kim to be part of this. So, there's a lot of stories over the years going back about really how this friendship was never really a friendship. And it was worse than that. It wasn't even neutral. How do you think it's going to play out for Kim? I think it's going to be a two-second phone call where she picks up the phone in the back of a car and she talks to, to Sarah, to, to, to Carrie Bradshaw, and then it'll be a big cliffhanger and then there'll be big talks about whether or not she comes back full-time. She's not really coming back. It's a cameo. You know, she shot it in half a day, so half a day shooting is probably three pages, which is probably less than three minutes. So yeah. it's going to be a really, really short thing. I think it's exciting, but we should be really clear here. Sarah Jessica Parker is the executive producer of this, so she would not be allowing this to happen if she didn't want it. So Sarah's ultimately said yes to this. So maybe there's a little bit of, should we say, coming together between these two ladies. Hey, we're going to take a quick break though, and we promise we will come together and be back in just a moment. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Bob Shooter with our dear friend, Garrett Vogel. Hey, Garrett. Hello, friends. Let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Bum, bum, bum. Thank you, darling. Last show, we talked about Prince Harry allegedly calling in the divorce lawyers a few months ago. So there's rumours that Harry and Meghan are in trouble. Some people are blaming Kate and William for these rumours. I don't think it's them. Royal experts in Britain are saying they have sources saying the marriage is in terrible trouble and they've even met with divorce, divorce lawyers. Our question was, do you believe the split rumour Let's have a look. 65% said, no, I am with you. You know, marriages have ups and downs, even the best ones. And they probably have had some difficulties. They're a young couple. They have children. And so I think there's probably difficulties there. But I certainly know that they are not breaking up, at least just yet. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now, I love this one. It's time for our noisiest of the day. Yes. Well, uh, also, we are in June, so happy Pride Month, everyone. Happy Pride. Let's talk about Taylor Swift, who took her Eras tour over to Chicago. She was in uh, New Jersey last week, in Chicago over the weekend, and uh, she she actually took to the stage, and uh, she celebrated the LGBTQIA plus fans that came out by saying, this is a safe space for you. Wow. And I think she, she also meant it for everyone, too, but specifically, since it is Pride Month, she goes, I'm looking out tonight as she was on stage. I'm seeing so many incredible individuals who are living authentic 
authentically and beautifully, and this is a safe space mm. for you. Uh, this is a celebratory space for you. And she said uh, it feels so prideful when she sees her fans so loving and so thoughtful and so caring. And as you can attest, Rob, being in that stadium for that show uh, is is something special. Because it's magical. Everyone is there for one reason, the love of Taylor Swift. But on top of that, you become friends with people. You get bracelets. Uh, you, you, you almost become lifelong friends from being fans online together to, than to uh, doing the experience of the Taylor Swift show altogether. But on top of that, Taylor Swift also then urged her fans to vote in local elections and stand with the LGBTQIA plus community beyond the month of June, which yeah. is so true because, yes, we can celebrate in June, but if you're not cele- celebrating and informing and learning outside of June, you're it, it's just it, it doesn't really mean as mm-hmm. much. You know what I mean? So do your part, too, outside of just the month of June and uh, learn a little bit more. Maybe you're unfamiliar with something, you know? Yeah, she's really amazing. I went to her show when it was in New York, New Jersey. It's incredible. It's weird how it says, she, you say New York, but really wasn't It was in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. was, I was in New York, selfish. Me, 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 me. I went to her in New Jersey. Let's be clear about that. She did not come to my apartment to see. I went to her. <laughs> it was incredible. She has created a safe space. There was lots yep. of misfits in the audience, including me. And there were a lot of really pretty sort of cheerleaders types. She gets everybody. But what we all shared is this common kindness. There's such a kindness about Taylor Swift concerts. When I went to see Madonna, oh my goodness, they'd push you over to get a better seat. That is not (laughs) true with the Taylor Swift fans. They were caring. Nobody's pushing at the bar. No one's pushing at the merchandise. They're caring, really great people. And she's created that. And to speak out like this and even get political, we're not a political show, but for her to do that is just so brave and nicest of the day. Okay, let's do our naughties of the day. Uh Naughty, 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 naughty. Ryan Gosling is responding to criticism that he's too old to play Ken in Barbie. Oh, so he's saying, basically, Ken's a doll, actually. And you know what? Nobody really cared about Ken. That's the whole point. We all cared about Barbie. Nobody cared about Ken. So he's finding this discourse kind of funny at the moment. And he said, if you ever really cared about Ken, you would know that nobody cares about Ken. So your hypocrisy is exposed. I think he's going <laughs> to be just great. Let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob. You get a Rob. You get a Rob. You get a Rob. Success is not the key to happiness. In fact, there is no key to happiness because the door is always open. Don't think of happiness as a door that you have to open. It's open. You've just got to walk through it deep. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice Show. You make me happy with Rob and our friend Garrett. Don't forget to vote on all our polls and remember everybody, if you're going going to to be be naughty, naughty. you've got to be nice. Take care everybody. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. 
I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to a Cross Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.